recorded live. Awesome. Just on time. So this is uh, Laura Masaganek, and here we are with our business success business formula and this is another Q&A. I have something really, really cool that I want to share with everybody. Um, but before that, I know that a couple of people that are on the call have a short window of a break and um, to be with us. So I want to take those questions first. Uh, any comments, anything that, that happens on the videos, I know that um, some of you have been trying, you know, going for it. And uh, and all the challenges that come up, and uh, yeah, I'm still constantly learning. So I'm very very happy to share everything that has worked, and especially what hasn't worked, because um, it's so wonderful to be able to learn from the mistakes that somebody else does. So when you do yours, um, it's actually it's you know just, you have to you're much closer to getting them uh, to a place where you feel um, good about them. The the most important thing when it comes to videos is that you are conveying information that feels natural and it feels okay for you. And that may take a little, a little while. There's, there's a new muscle developed. Whenever I mention video, um, there's two groups of people. The people that will very readily admit that they want nothing to do with it because it's way too intense and way too out of their comfort zone. And then there's those people that actually don't even realize that that may be the case and um, and feel so incredibly challenged by it, it doesn't even cross their the possibility. It's not a possibility for them to do so. And the incredible thing is that more and more, video is one of those ways of connecting with people and attracting people and monetizing and getting to know ourselves and promoting ourselves in an in a just amazing way. Now that uh, Facebook Live has come up, I am. I have not tried it yet, but I'm hearing incredible, incredible results from uh, colleagues and uh, and friends of mine that have tried it. Uh, for some reason, you know, Facebook is one of these things that uh, people are there. People are there just for fun, to connect, to promote themselves, and you make a video live. And people, the other thing is that are a lot more forgiving because they know that you're live. So if you know, you have to, you know, itch your you're, you're, you have to scratch your uh, ear because it's itching, or something happens, or your you know your hair gets blown across your face. It's like people know, you know, your life. This is this is you, and like completely unfiltered. So I, there's something really, um, I want to call it like precious in the vulnerability and the connection that we make, uh, and I think there's such a huge need in every human being to actually have that level of authentic, honest uh, connection with others. Uh, so when we're you know, recording a video and sharing it, it's just one huge step. And making it live, I feel like people know that we're even going, getting closer to them. Like we are live, they can ask questions, they, you know, we can, so we interact. And it's the closest in this technical era, you know, internet era, um, where everything is digital, everything is about texting, and there's a, there has been such a huge change in the, I would say, in the last 10, 15 years, but especially at least in my life in the last five years, where everything is digital. So mm. connecting with someone is either text or a little, you know, it's a, it may be a, um, 
a recording, right, of your voice, and that's getting closer. But people are just crave seeing each other and connecting. So I think that is huge. So I do want to congratulate I think that uh, Terry's with us, Patrick is here, you both have been at it. And I really want to give you a humongous congratulations because I know <laughs> it does take courage. It really does. It's like, oh, we'll do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, something else comes our way and we just leave it for next time. So uh, really huge, huge congratulations. I'm so, so thrilled to see them. And that's why I just, you know, I'm going to continue to make an effort. I'm sorry, Terry, that I didn't get to yours um, as soon as I could. I was on vacation and then right. everything yeah, got I knew so that. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm really, really pleased. And the one piece that I want to share with you um, that you, you know, you've been there, you're making them, is that I want you to talk about your experience, especially you, Terry, because I know you have, what, like a 20-minute window before you have to go? (laughs) Yeah, until about 11.30 Central. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so 11.30, which means... If I'm late, that's fine. It's not that big a deal. So you have, how much time do you have? About 20 more minutes, yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you go ahead. Shoot any questions that you have. Tell me how was the experience and <laughs> tell me exactly what kind of feedback you want because I have as much or as little as you want, okay? okay. I know how challenging it is. And I want to say one last thing. The first time that I did my first video miniseries and I posted them and I did the whole thing after editing them and somebody, at my, my coach at the time gave me feedback, I was like, I am not. She was like, "Well, when you redo them to this and that," and I was like, "I am not fucking redoing them." <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry, that is not happening," and it didn't happen for six months. So I want to honor that. I really know exactly what it's like. So yeah, go right ahead. Well, I've been putting this off for I don't know a couple of years now, <laughs> and so I just and I've always told myself it's the technology. It's you know because I had those professional ones done for my website. And so after having that done, that kind of loosened me up to the idea of seeing myself on video. You know, I still have all the judgment and all that. But I thought, who cares? Just do it. And so there were a lot of technical issues. My tripod wouldn't work. It kept pointing up towards my ceiling. And and I couldn't get it, you know, to kind of point on me. And then my remote quit unpairing with my phone, and I couldn't get it to pair. And I thought, okay, just forget about it. And then my neighbor decided to mow exactly when I started (laughs) shooting. And I thought, okay, just do it anyway. Well, you could hear all of that in the background. So I had to redo all of them. And I was determined because I had put makeup on. And I thought, (laughs) I'm getting these damn things done today. So, um, So I made sure I did it. And it's interesting to listen to the feedback because um, I think people assume that the first video was my first video, but I actually did the third video first because it was the easiest one for me to do. And I thought, let's just start with the easy one. And um, so I did that one first, and then I did the first one. And I, I know I was jumping around a lot and stuff, but... I'm not redoing it. <laughs> so, because yeah. um, I thought, I, you know, I started getting into my perfectionism and um, I let it sit for a week before I posted it. And mm. then I thought, just do it, you know, because all of this is really just pushing me out of my comfort zone. And that's yeah. why I did it, because I thought, 
you've got to get going on this, and you're only you're always going to be uncomfortable doing it the first time. So just do it. And so I feel I feel okay about it. I you know I know there's a lot of room for improvement, but I feel mostly great about doing it and getting it up on our little group. And I'd I'd actually like to do it on YouTube. And I I mean again I know they're not great <laughs> or professional particularly, but I think they're good enough to put up so people kind of get a little bit of my personality at, at least. And um, so I I put them on YouTube. I, I have a YouTube channel, and I put them as private because I didn't – I kind of wanted to learn more about what to do with them before I made them public. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And so what would be – at this point, I know that you want some uh, feedback or some help with the YouTube and the tags. That was That's really important. Um, yeah. So these are going out. The way that they are, that's it, right? Yeah. For the future ones, are you interested in any, what would be, um, what would be at this time, what is it that you need? Because uh, I will give pointers to everybody that, you know, for everybody, but I'm very, you know, curious what kind of information you would like from me. Yeah, I mean, any pointers certainly that you have. Um, I know not moving around so much would be, you know, good in the first one, especially. But um, so, any any pointers you have? I I would also like, and we we discussed this a little bit in our Facebook group. Um, so I think I think it was Nicoline and Katana. I yeah. think the three of us were saying that none of us know how to use YouTube okay. or how to edit or any of that kind of stuff. Okay. Which should be really helpful. Wonderful. So, yeah, that I have to tell you, I'm not a total expert, but I've been using it for the last three years pretty consistently. And it's right. actually very user-friendly. Uh, my number one thing with, with YouTube is like anything, absolutely anything that you want to learn how to do, mm-hmm. you search for it and it will would, it would give you a, a video. I mean, oh. I have created, I have not only edited, but I have... Um, because I have a Mac, so I said, okay, how do I edit or make special effects on a on a um, video on Mac? How do I do that? And and it would just tell me, and it walked me through every little step of how to add this and how to add that and how to mix, how to cut here or there. It was fabulous. Now that was a little bit more complex. Yeah. Nowadays, because of, of the interest of time, and because it's, I strongly believe that it's much better to have more videos than have more, you know, fancy videos. Uh-huh. Uh, and because of that, the one thing that I do, I had the same thing happen to me, Terry. It, it just, <laughs> I think energetically, my I, as soon as I was all set up, the, the you know, I, w- I had my tripod on top of my canoe. Okay, it's like that's how it is. It's like, on top of on your what? Of, my canoe. I the, the side oh. of the house. I want to. I love filming outside, right? So my, you know, my canoe tilted as I'm pressing, and then you know, yeah. then the, the the remote is going off. So anyway. Um, those things definitely happen, and um, so the what so when it, what I do is like don't worry about that. I actually you can see that sometimes I go close and I turn it on and off. And for you guys, I'm not even editing those. When I put them in YouTube, it's very easy to actually uh, load like like crop, um, okay. or just like you know a little, the beginning and the end. That's very very easy to do. Okay. Um, 
And you could, you could again, you can go and find out, or I can tell you. But it's much easier. The reason that it's much easier um, to look it up and do it is that it's much. It's like I have two windows open, and I ask, how do I edit my, how do I crop or edit my videos on YouTube? And you have the video open, and I pause it, and I go back and forth, and I do it. Okay. That's how I've been learning to do things, and it's very, very easy. You okay. just move it very slightly, and you just crop it, and you can test it before you press down, so that's super easy. Um, the same when it comes, I'm looking at your channel right now, and if you go into your channel, um, what, you, what you're going to find is that when you go under your channel, let's see, I'm, I'm, I just want to let you know how to change the settings so you can make it public whenever you're ready. Okay, um, I have to. If you want to do that, this is not the right channel. Hold on. Account. Okay. Here. Yeah, so if you go into your channel, I believe. Okay, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, I have three that were Jimbo did in his studio. Yes, I know that they really look very professional. And that's another thing. You're going to see, that I also, if you go into my channel, um, you're going to see that there's some that are professionally done, that were, were done in yeah. the studio. They have the white background, and, you know, some of them might have this teleprompter and the whole thing. But there's a lot that it's, it's so much better to have more content that have them, you know, close to really, really professional and perfect. So right. let's see. If you go into any any of them, uh, you're gonna. If you go in under edit, it's gonna give you uh, a little box where you have the basic information. Trans. Uh, what does it say? Translations. Well, when settings. I when I'm in yes. here, I'm seeing my first video, and it says public. I think one I accidentally put public. So probably uh, public, and if you actually, uh, you have options to put it public and listed or private. Right. So I'm not so, seeing edit. Where is edit? If you go, so if you go under any of your videos. Yeah. Uh, if you go oh. under, let me go. Yeah, do you see? And under the video, there's one that says, that it has a little, um, uh, almost like a, a pen, a pencil. No, I'm not, actually. Do you see it? Uh-uh. I'll just watch later. I might be in the wrong place. Okay, so if you go into your video manager on your channel, you have your videos there, right? You know where your video manager is? Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah, on the left hand. Okay. And if you select any of them, okay. just to open one of those videos, under the video... On the it says info and settings. There's a little pencil. Then it has like a magic wand and music. Do you see that? There's little boxes right underneath the video, on the on the left side underneath the video. Do you see where the play button is? Um, in the middle of the video, yes. Right, but if you actually put your cursor your on the video. It's also going to show you the play button on the uh, bottom left My, of the this, video itself. This one is not. Okay. I mean, and I know what I, you mean, but it's not doing that. Okay, so select one of the ones. Don't select the one. Or do you have one that you have uploaded to YouTube that is not from Jimbo? 
Yeah, no, I'm on the one that I did um, myself. Okay. I'll go to the second video and see if that is any different. Let's see. I I don't think that I can do that by, um, let me see. I can think that if I go to the channel. Oh, you know what? Uh, Down to the right. Mine is mine sounds different than yours, but um, uh, you, it's set at private, and I can go in there and change it to public. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Is that what I want to do then? Well, if you but before you do that, oh, you okay. where do, where do you have the the little pencil that says info and settings so you can edit it? Do you have what what kind of computer do you have? I have a um I have Windows. I have a PC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it might be but different. I think it's similar. Is there one that has um are you under your video manager? And you opened one? I think I was. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if what we want are you to spend the whole session on me doing this. Okay. No, no, no. You ca- I know you have seven more minutes, and it's like, <laughs> but you could, o- you could also, another thing is that, um, so I want to answer your questions. When you find the edit button, there's, it's called edit, info, actually it's not called edit, it's called info and settings. And it has a symbol of a, um, a pencil. Oh, okay. That I see. Yeah? But it's not on my video. Oh no no no! It's on. right outside. It's right underneath or on top. Mine's on top. Okay. Okay, so it's your top. But if you're there, you're gonna see that there's gonna be there's gonna be a, um, a box to put the title. Okay, so I saw that earlier, but and I'm not trying to be difficult here. But when I click on that, it says this page is asking you to confirm that you want to leave. When you clicked on the on the info the title and on settings, it? yeah. Oh, yes, because you're going into a different page. Oh, okay, so I leave page. page. Yeah, you leave page and you're going into this new new, um, page that gives us more information where you can edit. Got it. Yeah? Okay. So you're going to put your title and a little description. Yeah, I just put second video out of two, which is probably not good. So well, that's okay. It's it's very good when you make these public. So for everybody, when you decide to make your video public, which is really great to do, because people are going to start searching for things. So what I'm going to ask you to do is consider what is it that you're sharing on that video. Well, right? when so I put in the yeah. description as old programming exercise, I don't know if that could be a title. That's kind of a, obscure mm-hmm. for most people, though, who don't. Well, I'm talking about that, that. That is a very good title for people that already know what you're talking about. Right. It, so if you put all programming, it, what I would call it, it would be more like uh, money and the blocks that we that may be interfering with our um, with our wealth or if our, you know or blocks that may interfere with money. But you have to put the word money there because yeah. He, when people do a search, they're going to put, they're going to, it's going to search by your tags, which you can put all, all, you know, a lot of things there. But also the title is going to let them know what is this about. So it's okay. like, you know, you know, it could be all programming, interfering with your money, or, you know, or, that, you know, like what, you know, what is interfering with your wealth or with your money or with your finances. Okay. 
Um, I would definitely put something that is very descriptive. You're, you're talking about money, and in the description, so I always put in this video, I will, I will share it with you, and I have bullets. It's, easy, it's, it's nicer, for I think, for people to see bullets than to see a paragraph. Okay, so what would you suggest for description then? So in the second one, that's when you're talking about money and uh, I have right now I saw all of three together. So I know are you yeah, talking about the, I do the exercise. The I do the exercise of oh, you know, like program. I do a real portion real small portion of the money map. Just okay. I just take well, savings that's when you and ask debt. People about their savings, right? And then and debt, yeah. And what feelings come up, what thoughts come up. Okay. So Maybe what you could put is in this video I'm going to share, you're going to discover what is truly interfering with you having the savings that you want and what is keeping you from you know, paying your debt or what may be, uh, what may be the clue. Or the, you know, and you're going to discover a mysterious or a surprising cost to your debt. Okay. You know, it's really wonderful. One of the things that I've been sharing with you when I talked about the um, creating programs and all those added bonuses and so on, it's really wonderful to use words that are both describing and that at the same time emotional. That's why it's like, you know, something like it's mysterious or surprising. You will be amazed at what, and then something that is very concrete, like your money, your situation, your finances, your debt, um, and I love that in the first one you said, you know, I know it wasn't your first one in order, but I, uh, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, but I really like that you said, you know, this is not what I'm going to ask you to do. Like I, I replied to you in um, in the post, is really wonderful because you really want to weed out the people that are looking for a quick fix that are going right. to be like, you know, um, because this is not a quick fix. This is something that you're going to ask people to be uncomfortable and to talk about things that. Uh, go places that that are not going to be comfortable and yet that can be extremely beneficial. Um, so that's another thing that I sometimes so in the future, what I would say is like I am going to ask you to you know to do things that are going to be uncomfortable and I honor you for doing that, and I want to tell you the benefit of doing that is going to be amazing. Yeah, you are going I was to be so- surprised surprised yeah. how quickly two minutes goes to us trying you oh know it's God. like how do I condense all this into like two minutes and I went over that in the tapping because I wanted to at least do one one round oh yeah no, so no, no. And you I know had what? to keep Carrie, that one a little bit longer and you don't have to have them under two minutes the reason that I, I said under two minutes for us was more like uh, let's just do it, you know, even if it's in two minutes. But with talking, sometimes I have videos that are eight or ten minutes long. Yeah, but I want to, for this one, I when I was following your your instructions when you left, and I thought, okay, I want to do one, at least one of these things while you're gone. And to me, this one seemed like the one I wanted to do the most. So, because um, I knew it would get me going. Because now I think it will be easier for me to do more videos now that I've done yeah. this once. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were talking about description, you said to do emotional and what was the other? Emotional and descriptive. So you're actually appealing both to the the right and the left plane. Okay. So you're talking about money, which is very concrete and solid, and you're talking about surprising truth or a surprising, uh, you know, element to your money. Okay. 
you know, surprising, amazing, uh, you know, like transformational things that are very appealing, and they're also true, right? So right. I want, I want to, right. is just as we know, when in tapping into wealth, is just there's so many things that are incredibly amazing and surprising when it comes to our money and what's what's yes. interfering with it. So then, um, in the tags, um, it, it would be things like I might put money blocks, programming. Uh, debt, uh, savings, that yeah. kind of thing? Absolutely, savings. But I also put EFT, I put tapping, I put EFT tapping, I put emotional freedom techniques. Uh, oh, I put, okay. Oh, God, you just go crazy at it. You can put you know, <laughs> finances. Yeah, I mean, feel okay. anything because you, what you want. And the, the tax is like, what are going to be, what is the possible thing that somebody who's searching for your video yes, okay. could type that is going to get them to it? Okay. Meridian you know, tapping. <laughs> meridian, exactly. Meridian tapping, energy psychology, uh, energy and money, you know, uh, the, okay. the energy of money, financial, you know, all the words and anything combined. So, yeah, I, I'm just, I go crazy. Now, there's one piece that is huge. And I want to make sure that I, because the, the expert on this is Stefan, and it is really crucial to put our website in, and I don't remember if it's in the description or the title, so give me one second okay. um, to confirm that. I'll be right back. Okay. And think of any question or anything else, I'll be right back. One second. Okay. Okay, so it's in the first line of the description of the under the video under the title. There's okay. something that several people um, that are you know the gurus of video have said for years that somehow um, Google loves that and it actually makes your the whole SEO thing you know the search engine optimization and whatnot. Uh, if you put the link there, um, it's also okay. a very easy way for people to find you. Okay. Okay, so um, always put your website, your I website had, link. Okay, and I'm I'm just going through some rebranding right now. I just hired somebody. I wanted to, I'm thinking my name is not, my not my name, but my company name, my business name is not really, doesn't really describe what I do. Okay. So, because I came up with it a long time ago before I did what I'm doing. So um, I'm kind of going through all that and changing my logo and doing a lot of that kind of stuff right now. But um, I I think it was Pamela Bruner said one time when she tags her videos, she puts like a odd character in each one of them so that when like you tag or you um, when you're searching for something and she comes up, all of hers come up. And, and I'm not, because I, she's putting, yeah. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly because that was a long time ago that I heard her say that. So I I can't remember exactly how she did that or where she did that. I mean, obviously in the tag box, right. but um, I'm not right. sure. 
I could find out one of the things that honestly, the one of the things that I have noticed is that the more videos you have, uh-huh. and the better that you're doing, the um, the a lot of links and things that were used to work, you know, with the, the that kind of tricks. Yeah. Are no longer working because okay. we don't want people to have benefits that have not done the work. True. So, so when I, what I, one of the things, and YouTube and Google are constantly on top of these because of that, because there's people that are figuring out the shortcuts without actually doing the work. True. You know? Okay. Uh, so I remember that when I had you know two or three videos, there was one of my videos, and if you after you watched it, there would be other videos that would come up that were related. And as I had more and more videos and more content, then more of them would come up on the end. Uh-huh. Where okay. now I believe that if I watch one of my videos, at the end is all of mine. Sure. Um, okay. But uh, if there's, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna tag that. I'm gonna ask Stefan and find and do a little research. And if there is something that we can do, I will definitely pass it along. Okay. Um, okay. Great. Um, now you're talking about an odd number, meaning like you have like the five ways or something like that. Is that what you're talking about? Um, on what? I, I'm not following. When you were talking about Pamela Bruner using an odd number, was that? Oh a, no, an odd character, like something odd. that doesn't make sense. It's uh, you know like a group of characters together in her tag. Okay. And I don't know, I, right now that I'm asking that, I thought, I thought it was clear in my mind before I said it out loud. Um, I don't remember how that, how that connected all of her videos together, because who would be putting that in as a tag? I'm just not sure. Yeah. Unless, like, if in this case, if somebody put in money and one of my other tags was a, a nonsense you know, group of characters, right. it would kind of connect all of those. But I just yeah. was curious if you knew. Uh, I don't, but I will. Okay. I'm definitely I'm going to do some research about it because there's always all those little things that are possible sure. to improve. So yeah. it's, it's important to it. Um, right now, the huge, huge thing, and I think it's going to be a, a massive movement for the next three to six months because then, like, every new trend is going to subside. Uh-huh. Is um, is Facebook Live, and I yes. want to share with you for anybody because I know that we have Bob and we have um, Patrick who have local businesses like you know Terry and Katana and Nicolene. We you know and Michaela. We can all work um, you know virtually like online, right. so we don't have um, a need to to be to be you know present. But I have to share with you, um, to especially for the local businesses. I mean, David, you know, there's quite a few people in the group that have, you know, brick-and-mortar type of businesses. Sure. They need to be in person. Um, and lots and lots of people are getting a lot of business from these um, Facebook Live posts. As uh-huh. There's something, there's a huge piece that is happening now. Okay. Um, and I have one of my premium uh, premium coaches that I, I just, she's not part of the group, that she gets all of her business through Facebook, all of it. Wow. And she has, uh, she's a naturopath in Mexico, and that's what she does. She okay. doesn't promote anywhere else. Yeah. So that's going to be the next step in getting out of our comfort zone, including myself. Because I and, Mar- and Margaret strong. Lynch uses it. I mean, Margaret she did has it. been using it like crazy. Oh. She, I mean, even our last coaching call with her, training call or Q&A call, I guess, she kind of um, 
muted us, and then she did a portion of it on Facebook Live while it was on our recording as well. So, yeah, there's so much you can do with it. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, and yeah, she's been using it. She's been posting at least once a week or maybe two. Uh, she does these little, you know, live videos where people are interacting with her and asking questions. And uh, and she's saying that it's incredible. She's getting yes. an incredible response. Incredible. Yes, I did a real quick training or I attended one, and it was in- interesting too. I'd like to start uh-huh. using that as well. Wonderful. And you know what? I'm gonna. I know you have to get going. If you, there's anything that you would like to share with us that would be good for everybody to know, uh, any tips that you know would be wonderful to hear, Terry. Any tips in the future? You mean that? <laughs> yeah, no. Any tips that you have about? No, no. Any tips that you have about Facebook Live? That you, that's oh, okay. That yeah. Once I figure it out, I certainly will. This woman is a network marketing guru, and um, her blog apparently gives you like step by step. And I haven't looked at her blog yet, so when okay. I do, I will certainly post some of the tips. Fabulous. Any other question before you? No. Thank you so much for spending so much time with me. Oh, absolutely. You're very, very welcome. I'm looking forward to seeing more of your videos. And I am <laughs> going to share a couple of tips. But, uh, don't, um, you know, listen to the recording later. Okay. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you, Lada. You're yeah. very welcome. Take okay. care. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. So. Wonderful. So uh, I hope that it was it was helpful, Patrick. I know you're still there, and I think that uh, Bob, are you with us? Yes. Oh, wonderful! There you are. Good to hear your voice. So I know that there's a couple of people that are um, more on their computers. So any questions or comments? Was that useful at all? Are you anywhere near getting a video done, Bob? Because I know that Patrick just did his. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Oh. Was that for me? Yes, that's for you. Oh, I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear the question. Like, how was? How you know? Are you getting close to uh, making a video? How do you oh, feel about no. it? No. <laughs> hell no, no. Is that what you said? <laughs> hell no. No, I'm not close to making a video. Okay. So, what what is coming up? And I'm curious because Patrick just did one, and I know that he put it off for quite a while. So this this would be a good uh, a good thing to share before I um before I share the exercise that I I wanted to share with everybody. I'm just I'm just overwhelmed with everything I've got going on. That it's it's just I'm just trying to get done what I need to get done. That's a priority before right. I move on to other stuff. So that's actually what's holding me back a little bit because I don't want to do the stuff that's the priority. <laughs> just kind of get uh-huh. So, so you're having trouble over- with the things that say that again? It's just more about being overwhelmed and not being overwhelmed with something you don't want to do <clears throat> and then uh and then putting everything else off. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I hope that I hope we have something we do we have something scheduled so we can t- uh get further into that. Uh, no, we don't. You and I don't have anything on the calendar as of right now. Okay. Is there anything that you would like now from me or from the group at all that would, could be helpful? Oh, oh, I think it's just, just I just got to do it. That's the thing. I just got to sit down and do it. That's all. 
Yeah, and, and sometimes one of the things that happens is that we know we have to do it, and yet it's just uh, we're, we're finding that it's very challenging for, for a variety of reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. well, it's challenging because, like I said, I don't, you know, it's, I don't want to do it, and, and as I'm doing this, other things are popping up. You know, this is, this is all I'm telling the other job that I want to get out of. And, uh, and, and now that's um, my boss is getting pressured, so he's coming down on us now, which is kind of making it even worse. And so now all of a sudden this gets pulled on, this gets pushed on, this gets pushed on, and then it's just everything else gets pushed back, and then it just gets like, the list gets bigger, and it just becomes yeah. more overwhelming. <clears throat> and then you don't want to do it, and then you push it off even longer. Yeah. Not that I don't have the time, it's just that I'm just, I'm just kind of, I guess I'm just kind of, uh, I guess I'm a little, I don't know, paralyzed, I guess. Okay. Okay, so actually the, what we're going to do today, I think it's going to be really, really good for that, to get, you know, what happens where we feel stuck. Yeah. I'm going to share a couple of different ways that we can um, we can work with that energy because um, there's, a, there's a duality of, like, wanting to get something done and starting a project when we're in a you know, in a place where, like, we want to start, either start or improve something, and yet there's an energy of, like, stagnant that is keeping us in a similar place. Uh, so I, I'm going to share about um, that and what, um, what can help us really shift. But more than anything, it's about um, honoring the duality, and I want, to talk, uh, I want to talk a bit about that in a minute, but I'm curious... I know, Patrick, that you have you have a, a bit of uh, a similar issue sometimes with feeling stuck or procrastinating. Would, is there anything that you would like to contribute to this? <clears throat> well, um, uh, let's see. Um, coffee helps. Uh, I went running in the woods. That helped. Um, I didn't actually do coffee this morning, but um, I don't know, just little things to, to realize it's not a big deal, you know. Uh, I talked with you louder the other uh, the other day, and I made the promise to make the video, so that helped too. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't, and just to you know, to really practice being non-perfectionistic. I mean, I the video is shaking. I I had it on an unstable thing, and I didn't quite realize that once the video was starting, and I thought as soon as I made the video, oh. I'm not going to post this video. I'm going to make a new one, and I didn't have time, so I just posted right. it. So yeah. I'm really trying to practice non-perfectionist, non-perfectionism. Perfect. Yeah. And get and what what helps you in your business? Because I know that there's certain things that we were uh, <clears throat> we we're talking about in your business. What helps you when you you know that you have to get done? You get to you know you have to do certain things in order to improve your business, and and yet sometimes you just delay them or you don't do them. Like it could be the emails or follow ups or things like that. Is there anything mm. that has helped you? Uh, specifically, you, I mean, after I, um, well, again, it's just, uh, say, putting out a, a, an email, uh, okay. sending out an email to my, to my clients. I, again, I, I, I'm just constantly, every second of the way, practicing non-perfectionism. I'm like, well, I need to design a whole new email or uh, so I just use the email that I used before and then I look at it and start thinking, wow, there's not a lot of content on this email except, hey, come and book with me and I think I need to add more content and then I start thinking I need to 
you know, plan some workshops and why don't I pl- try to get one workshop planned before I finish this email? And I look at my thinking and think that's insane. And um, so I'm just watching it and, and just, you know, I guess it's a commitment really constantly committing to non-perfectionism. Um, I, I did yeah. that, that. Actually, the email I sent, what did I end up doing? Oh, I, I looked at the boxes and they looked all re- like repeats of the same content in the email. So mm-hmm. I very quickly decided to change one of the boxes and put my, just change the content a little bit with something I could do literally within two minutes. And I did that. I changed the content to list my services and without any links or anything, I was like, well, once I list my services, I need to put some links. And I said, no, again, you know, make it easy. So I didn't. And, uh, you know, the email produced, you know, uh, I've had trouble doing the emails, but it produced a lot of business. So that was great. Wonderful. So, so it sounds like one of the key components is doing it and really staying, like being very alert to that, that voice in your head that is like, well, you could be doing so much more. You could, that perfectionistic tendency and even though you're just listening to it, you're not going with it in a way that it's getting you stuck or paralyzing you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. And it's, Thank you. And it's really, yeah, it's really huge because it, I feel like it makes a big, big difference, doesn't it? Like when you're, then you get stuff done instead of not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah, so it's like that is huge. The other thing that I want to share, and, uh, and there was, this was, um, I was on a coaching call for another program, and uh, and I was um, with a with a colleague of mine, and there was something that she said that struck me in so in such a powerful way, because somebody asked what happens if at any point uh, I noticed Patrick that you said that you have been a little bit up and down. I know that I know that Bob is uh, dealing with some things as well, and um, without going into any details. One of the things that I, I want to mention is that what she what she was sharing um, that I hundred percent agree is that sometimes we life brings us to a point where it feels like there's a lot coming up. There's like you know it's like literally the the shit hits the fan, and we are you know we're doing okay, but underneath a very thin layer, there's a lot of turmoil emotionally. Um, it could be, you know, family-related. It could be a huge transition, like a, a divorce or a move or a change in careers or all of the above together. And it just, it's a, almost like a pressure cooker that something comes up and we're either feeling overwhelmed. So I'm going to invite just for the sake of the recording, if you don't mind muting your phone, then um, we can have a really cool, you know, very clear recording. And feel free to unmute yourself because I have everybody unmuted on my end. Whenever you guys want to talk, it's totally fine. But um, while if you're not if you're not talking, it would be great to just mute it. Um, so what I want, what the, the bigger the biggest piece about that that I wanted to share is that when that happens and we are in a place where we feel like we're in a mess or we are a mess. Uh, being, you know, overwhelmed or tense or just feeling low for whatever reason, um, my highest recommendation is to definitely tap, but recognize that it's, these could be the moment 
where the huge transformation happens. And sometimes it's so uncomfortable to be in the in those spaces. It is for me. Um, and when I went through these, like a few years ago, when I first started working with Margaret Lynch, uh, I really like all of my things came up. There were so many, so many issues that were coming up, and at that time, I just wanted to get out of it as soon as fast as possible. I was done with crying, and I had been crying. And every time that I, we had a call or something was going on, it was like really, really intense for me, and I felt very overwhelmed to the point that if I felt kind of stuck and in, you know, in, you know, paralyzed in my, in my business, which didn't feel good at all. And yet one huge piece is that I recognize that there have been decades of things that had been piling up. This was, you know, there were different versions and different ways in which life was telling me this was the time for me to grieve, to heal, and to really honor all of the things that really had been intense in my life. And, and that it was huge to just go through that phase. And, you know, sometimes it feels like we're in this poor me place, like we're just feeling so, um, you know, like life feels unfair. There's so many things going on and they just pile up. And to, to re- recognize that we can have compassion, understanding, and at the same time honoring where we are so we can actually move through it and not avoid it one more time. Um and the huge piece as coaches and all of us, uh, you know, in that, that respect one way or another, when we hit that place with a client or with a client hits that place, it's sometimes challenging to honor the process and recognize that, that the most important thing to do is to actually be in that place and really move that energy by, in, by, by honoring it. So it's not moving it by just like denying it or distracting us from it, but really being in it and allowing it to move through us. And if it's sadness, if it's grief, if it's you know if it includes some anger, just how to really be in those emotions until they just subside because they're drained. They're just drained out of our system. It's like a you know a tank of gas that has been piling and piling and piling until the pressure gets so intense that the only way out is to explode. Well, it's about exploding but letting it drain. The, the the component is not just exploding and shutting it off again until it gets more pressure, but just when that happens, that it lets us know when that explosion happens, letting us know that it's we, we're. To the top, where you know the, the pressure has rise, has risen, and we're just like all the way there. It's about it's the messages that let's let these drain. Let's go through the process and allow that to happen. So I hope this really um, invites all of us to have more understanding, compassion, and an insight into our own process and what where I where is it that we are and what we need to do. Uh, in order to get into a better place. That would be really huge. So I'm curious if you have any comments or questions before I actually want to go into this really um, cool experience that I want to share with you because it's very connected with both moving the energy and honoring um, honoring those emotions in us. Does anybody have any comments or questions about it? Um, I, I, I would just... 
say I agree. You know, um, you know, I, I, I do find it when I, when I, you know, Bob, I was listening to you and saying, well, I just need to get it done. And there's so many things that I could say that about in my life because I'm such a great procrastinator. Um, but what I find that helps me is, you know, just admitting some whatever emotional thing that is going on with me or, and it's, it's, you know, I think it's all male conditioning. I mean, it's very easy not to admit it or it's like, well, wait a minute, I've been here a million times. What is expressing it or saying something about it going to do since I've been here a million times before? And so I'm just learning to, to uh, you know, say something, especially if I get very kind of non-specific, like, well, I have all these things to do and I just need to do them. And, and you know, to get specific and, and express some of the emotion is, is very helpful to me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Patrick. Any, do you want to have any, any, do you want to add anything, Bob, any comment? No, no. No? Okay. I know that there's been a lot going on and sometimes it's like, uh, um, but the piece that I want to address more than anything is um, to really consider that sometimes, at least it feels, it, it has happened to me, and I have also witnessed it with several clients, that we hit a moment where there's so much going on and it's very hard to for us to honor it and be in, in that space as long as we need to be and it's not about pressuring into, like, you know, getting things done, which we're used to because we're constantly getting things done. Um, and, you know, and also acknowledging that sometimes, if, you know, like with Bob and, and uh, his boss, there may be a lot of external things that need to happen. And, uh, and but honoring the, the, the internal conflict, because um, I've, I've heard you say, and you mentioned it a moment ago, Bob, that you... You just want to get out of that job. So when you, I'm curious if when your uh, your boss puts pressure on you to get more stuff done, which is keeping you from doing the things that you want to be doing, um, if that in itself creates more of a pressure and conflict, and it's like, well, does it motivate you to get things done for you, the job that you want to get out of, or does it is like it's more like a, you know, I'm freaking sick and I want to get out of here anyway, and I'm out. What, what does it bring for you? Because that's, I don't know if you want, if it is, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging you to, um, if you choose to, share with us and be vulnerable if you want some support with it. No, I'm just tired of this, this job. I've been doing this job I, I hate for 10 years, and every time I try to make a move to you know, move forward, it feels like I get sucked back into it. And I know it's going to get bad pretty soon because my boss is now under some pressure. It's going to come down on us, as it always does. And um, it just it just makes the whole process, you know, even worse. And when you don't want to do when you don't want to be involved in something, and you have to keep doing it day after day, it just it just wears you down emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, even. And it's just uh, it's just a terrible thing to be doing. You're getting up every day and not wanting to do what you have to do. Uh, I wish I just had the balls to say fuck it and quit, you know, and struggle, and it's make okay. everything else that I need to happen. But um, but um, you know, I don't do that. Uh, I can't. Uh, I guess I guess I just I think I just I can't uh, risk that from happening. 
So that's my yeah. primary source of income. It's, you know, my, my medical practice is the uh, secondary source, which is not, you know, it's not up to where it needs to be in order for me to make that move yet. And, um, you know, you, then you start getting hard on yourself because you says you should have done this a long time ago. And uh, you should have made this move a long time ago. And um, you continue to do, you know, you do the same thing over and over, you know, over again. Yeah. Okay. So I think you, yeah, I really, I really get it. So there's one, one huge piece that you mentioned. If you had, if you had the balls to just like, you know, get up and quit. And so, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share these, these exercises, these experience with you guys. And uh, I don't know if um, these could be a repeat for. Uh, I don't know if you, Bob, were you in, um, in one of the last Rockstar calls? No. Okay. Great. So it's not a repeat because <laughs> this is something similar that happened and I made it my own. Uh, but so it's going to be really cool. So what I'm going to ask you to do, and if anything comes up, I'm, you know, it's going to be a little interactive, but um, I'm going to, you have um, pen and paper handy because that's what we need. And we're going to spend the next, I would say, 10, 15 minutes doing these, which is very powerful and it's going to help with exactly what we're talking about. Um, what what to do when we're feeling that a lot is happening and how can we access uh, while people get pen and paper. What I would like to, I'm going to talk about a little bit is, um, and since we're going to be, um, let's, let's, if you want to mute yourself and then we have a very clean recording and then, um, but that, while you take, as you're getting pen and paper, what I want to talk about is the first and second chakra. The, ex, the experience that I'm going to guide you through, it's based on the second chakra, but I want to mention a little bit for people that, you know, I know a lot of people know a lot regarding the chakras these days, but I want to mention my, my take on it when it comes to success, when it comes to finances, when it comes to moving energy and to being in the world and my own take on it and to the um, what is relevant to the exercise we're going to do. So it's, so many people focus on the upper chakras, right? There's more enlightening and, you know, we're very conscious, very insightful, very aware people, and it's wonderful. Um, but what I have been learning in the last few years is that the lower chakras is where all the energy is held, all the power is held in the lower chakras. And most people don't like them because they're kind of messy, meaning that there's a lot of emotion in the lower chakras. And we, we have been, in a way, um, trained to just be, be doing, right? And here we are. We're in this coaching program. We want to get stuff done. We want to move the energy. We want to accomplish things. And when we get stuck or we get what I call kind of messy in our emotions, we feel sometimes doubly bad because we're feeling bad already for what's happening and on top of it, we're like beating ourselves up because we are feeling bad. We're not getting stuff done. We're feeling stuck or we're feeling afraid of doing something. It could be video. It could be anything else that we need to do. And that is where, where the emotions lie is actually very primal. It's very much in the, in the first and second chakra. So the first chakra has everything to do with safety. And it's, it's almost impossible for someone to truly succeed if they are in a constant place where there's safety. And, and I'm going to tell you that even though 
we, we can be here and now safe, if the nervous system is actually reacting to something where it doesn't feel safe, is the exact same response that we're going to have as if we were not feeling actually safe or when we were children or some trauma you know, happened to us. So when the nervous system goes into that space, it's like we're just in survival mode. We are just, you know, we're not really solid. To be solid and healthy in a first chakra, this is what it would entail. We feel solid in our body. We're taking care of ourselves. We feel safe emotionally, spiritually, physically. We're in, we feel grounded. And we feel like, you know, here we are. This, we are alive in this planet. We belong here. We are happy to be alive. We are happy to be embodied. And we just feel safe. We can just be here. So there's a sense of, like, clarity and safety from a very, very um, holistic point of view. And at any point that feels threatened, it's going to be almost impossible for us to really achieve much. That has to be healed and addressed. And when that happens, that we're in a reasonably good place, the second place that we go is into the second chakra, which is about our emotions. The second chakra is the side of our raw emotions, our desires, our wants and needs. And raw emotions, as I mentioned, there's five of them, right? There's sad, glad, um, mad, which is all the range of anger, and there's shame and fear. Those are the raw emotions. When we are healthy in our second chakra, we can be really, you know, there is all the sensuality, the charisma, the wonderful love that comes with all of that connection, not just in a sexual way, but in a sensual and a connection with friends, community, just connecting with others. The first chakra is about us and feeling grounded and here. Here we are, here and now. The second is about connection and feeling good in connection and being clear on what we want in connection with this life, in connection with being alive. Uh, what are our desires, our primal desires? And one of the things is that sometimes we're not comfortable experiencing and voicing our desires in a way that we're just really attracting what we want. And only also when we are sad or only when we are really angry at how to express that. So for the sake of this exercise, I'm going to actually present you with three little scenarios, these little three snippets. So I'm going to ask you to, uh, this is going to be quite brief, but I have experienced it as incredibly powerful and very, very, like full of aha moments. So I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and imagine that someone very dear to you, if you have children, it could be a child or someone that you truly love, even if this person is alive or not, if it is your mother, if it is uh, you know, your child, that this person that you truly love is wanting, wanting to apply, just for the sake of this little uh, um, scenario, this snippet, this story, um, this loved one, and this is someone that is very, very close to your heart. I mean, you, just, you would do anything for this person. Wants to apply, let's say, for, um, for a job. Okay, and you know that they will, you, in a very objective way, without even hearing much about it, you know that they totally deserve it and they would be wonderful at it. 
And they go to an, to an interview, and and she is really treated badly. In the case that it's a woman, of course, it could be a man. Uh, really, I mean, these people are literally jerks. They just start putting pressure and asking questions that go way beyond, and they're just mean. They're just plain mean to her. That just feel, you know, that there's certain things that they're asking and the way that they're minimizing and judging that is really extremely painful and fair and just, they're just, just jerks, okay? It's a group of people that are just being plain mean. And because this person, your loved ones, really wants this, this situation, he really wants to apply, she kind of disregards that they're mistreating her and applies anyway, thinking, well, maybe there's something that I have something of such value to contribute that possibly I could make it better. Maybe there's something I can do about this. And she applies. And she gets extremely and thoroughly rejected. And I want you to notice, right in this moment, as you can see what are you sensing in your body? What is your emotional reaction? And what are the thoughts and words that come up for you? I'm going to invite you to write those down. I'm going to give you maybe about 30 seconds or a minute to do that. And just write down what are the emotions, sensations and thoughts that come up for you. Now be quiet. Good. So, I really, you know, this is this is going to be really amazing for me. I feel like it's going to be really valuable. So I encourage you to take this moment, even if you're thinking about it, but taking writing some some things down. Um, so I'm going to invite you to close your eyes again, and this is going to be a different, slightly different scenario. So the person that goes through these, instead of being such a very close love person to you, it's someone that is very distant. It's uh, it's like a friend comes over 
Um, maybe this is like a, I call it like a second tier friend. You know, one of your closest friends. And she tells you, or he tells you, that a friend of theirs or a, a family member went through this experience. So it's not, it's not someone that is close to you. You hear, and it's someone that, you know, this happened to somebody else. Someone that, you know, you actually don't know much at all. And how do you notice, what difference do you notice in the sensations, emotions, and thoughts when this exact situation and scenario happens to someone that you don't know? How is it different? Again, I'm gonna, this is a key component in this exercise is to really notice what happens at a very primal and very, you know, your gut reaction. Um, so I'm not, I'm not asking your upper chakras to get involved. It's not, this is not about your heart and from your enlightened place, but from your just, you know, primal being way. How does it, how, does, how do you react when someone that you, you know, you, you don't know goes through this experience? And notice the difference in your reactions and take note. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds or 45 seconds to write those down. Great. Thank you for that. So this is going to, there's going to be a third scenario here where the experience is the same. There's a person that is being, you know, being mistreated in an interview and then decides to apply anyway and gets rejected. Now, in this third scenario, this person is someone that has actually been, is someone that you know, Maybe you have you, know, you have met in a group, and it's a person that is constantly trying to prove themselves better. You know, they're constantly making comments, they're snippet, you know, snipping at people. Um, they're trying to show how they're better than others. There is a person that you may make a comment, and they may say with absolutely no, you know, no kindness. Well, what that has to do with anything we're talking about? There's a person that is always trying to show off in a way, and they believe that they are a little bit above others, and they feel like, you know, they're entitled to more. And the same exact thing happened to them. 
And notice, what, again, what are the sensations? How are the sensations, emotions, and thoughts that arise feel different in your body? And take note of that. Again, I'll give you a little time to Wonderful. So, I how was how was that? I I know that oh, I'm gonna gonna read. I think there's maybe a couple of comments here. That's very interesting. Could I get some comments from you, gentlemen? Um. <clears throat> well. Uh, yeah. In the, in the first. Um, in the first scenario, uh, I, uh, I imagine it was my daughter in that experience, and um, I felt fear and sadness that my daughter wouldn't respect herself and and not apply for this job, and a yeah. feeling of desperation that I need to teach her about how to respect herself. And and then after I felt that, I felt a sense of calm, kind of realizing desperation isn't going to work. So And then I came back to just a, a kind of sense of patience, like, well, if she doesn't respect herself to apply for a job where people are being mean to her, then obviously um, this is going to take a while to work with, and I have to have patience. Okay. Okay. Uh in the second scenario, given that I didn't know the person, as I, I didn't have the fear or desperation, but more of a cool, you know, kind of an observational mode. I'm glad it wasn't me, but I start putting myself in a situation, in this person's situation, to make sure that I, that I would make the right choice. You know, just seeing, you know, putting myself in the situation just to feel it so that I would make sure that I would make the right choice. Um, and again, the last situation, kind of the same thing. I, I'd be glad that I wasn't this person, uh, but I'd somehow probably end up feeling like, well, somebody who's trying to one up somebody is somehow connected to not respecting yourself. Mm -hmm. And I would start thinking this makes sense that it would happen, but I'd also still look at myself and say, well, what, what ways am I like this person and what ways can I you know, work to not be like this person. Okay. So, I mean, the one thing, the, the, the one, yeah, go ahead, tell me. I, I was just saying, well, that's just me, you know. I mean, that's, yes. 
somebody might do a very different thing with it, but no, no, that's that's interesting. Now, what I what I notice is that in the first scenario, Patrick, and I'm, and I'm curious, and I'm instead of making, um, so you, did you see? Did you say because I couldn't quite hear very well? Did you say that you experienced uh, fear and desperation that she would apply anyway? Is that what what you said? Yeah, and sadness. Yeah, and sadness. Yes. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay, this is it. So this great information, uh, and and there's a second part that is the most important part to this exercise, and we're going to do it in a minute. Um, but would you like to share how it was for you? Well, I can keep it pretty simple. In the first first um, scenario, I was mostly you know, it was compassion that was coming out. The second one was indifference. And the third one was kind of like, well, you got what was coming to you for being such an asshole all the time. Okay. Okay. So compassion, indifference, and the other one would be like, yeah, just like you deserve it yeah. anyway. Yeah. No, no. Okay. That's very, very fair. Cool. Okay. So this is what I'm going to ask you to do. And this is going to be a little bit more interactive because we're going to, I still am going to give you some Sometime. Do you do you both have? Um, I know that the ladies are gonna do it in their time, but do you have a piece of paper, the same piece of paper that you've been writing? Do you have it in front of you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so what I'm gonna um, ask you is louder. Yeah. Yeah. Louder. Do these calls usually go for an hour and a half? Uh, yes. So we're gonna be done. Yeah, because you need you need to get to jump off. Um. Well, I can be on the call, but I'm going to get in my car. I have to be somewhere at one thirty. Okay. Okay. So, so uh, I'll still be on the call, but I probably won't be able to write anything. Okay, that's okay. That's that's good. So I want you to just be the, the the key component in what I'm going to ask you next is to really check in. Like you can even put a hand in your in your gut in your abdomen because I want you to have a gut reaction, a gut um, this you know um, response. So. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one word that if you can write it, you write it, and if not, just think about it and see what is the first thing, the first few words that come into your mind when I say these words, okay? And I'm actually going to be writing them, Patrick. So what I'm going to do is that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the word. I'm going to give like, you know, 15 seconds or so uh, for Bob and for other people to write, and I'm going to ask you what those words were because I want to, I'm going to write them down. It's really, it's very important. So, um, are you guys ready? Good. Awesome. Okay. So the word that I want you to think of, what is the best, the first reaction that you, visceral reaction you have about is rage. R a g e rage. And what words and associations come up for you when you think of rage? Without much thinking, just write three or four things down. And I'm going to ask Patrick. I'm going to ask everybody, actually. I know Patrick and Bob are here today, so I'm going to take that. Uh, Bob, you let me know when you're ready. No, I'm ready. Okay. So tell me, what what are your words, Bob? Uh, I just put down inside of me. 
Okay. Anything else? No, that was it. Okay. Good. Okay. And if you think of it, so it's inside of you, definitely. Any other word that comes up. So it's inside of you. And what else? If I say rage, what what else comes up? What is the association you have with it? Well, it wants to come out. It wants to come out. Okay. Okay. Good. How about you, Patrick? What words come up for you? Uh, for rage? Uh, um, uh, the first thing that comes to you, don't think about it much. Just it's the first things that come out. Um, just kind of uh, understanding and like I understand it. Okay. What else? Uh, some fear. Okay. Depending on the context. Um, yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, let's see. I mean, the big context is, is, is the rage against me or not. So if it's against me, then it's, it's one thing. And if it's not, then it's, I get much more compassionate. Um, um, rage. As a force, you know, as a force. I think it's very important as a force what comes up, right? Because rage is a force in itself. Yeah. So. I mean, a lot of just, uh, well, shame, too, of my own rage. Okay. That's very, very powerful. Okay. Great. So, shame. Okay. This is really very important information. I'll tell you in a minute why. But I'm going to give you a second word. And, And again, I want you to do the same. Just... Notice what comes up right away, right? Okay, this is not a thinking process, but so the second word that I want to share with you is outrage. And if you're writing, I want you to you know you have a sec, you know, second section of it. The word what comes up when you think of outrage. And since you're writing, Bob, let me know when you when you're ready. And if you are doing these later, I encourage you to pause pause the recording so you have as much time as you need to. Um, and the other thing that I want to say is that the best way of doing these, and it would be, I would encourage people to do it actually in this format, is that if you grab a piece of paper and you fold it in thirds, like if you were a letter. Um, the lower section, so there was going to be a lower section, a middle section, and an upper section. In the lower section, I want you to write rage. And any thoughts, comments, any even images or symbols that come up. Uh, I was doing it yesterday with a group, and there were, you know, lightning balls and explosions and things like that. In the middle section that we are right now on would be outrage. And just take your time to really explore and explore in a very um, spontaneous way what comes up with this the word the word outrage. Bob, are you ready? 
Yeah. Tell me whether what come, came up for you with outrage. So the first thing immediately I came up with where I am in my life. What was it again? Hey guys. Where I am in my life. Where you are in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all with anger and embarrassment. Okay. Anger and embarrassment. Yeah. Now, this is huge because what happens is that even though it may not seem connected, this is actually very, very powerful how we have that that energy within us when something and where you are in your life, is there any sense of unfairness, Bob, about it. Oh, sure. I mean, I can look at it as unfair. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to say can, more than. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that that I can just you know, I can just blame myself for it. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. So where you are and what comes up is anger and embarrassment. And it's not about it's not about blame in any way, really. It's not but it's I hear I hear the where you're at and all the emotion, the intense emotion that is present. Patrick, what what came up for you when you thought of the word outrage? Are you asking me? Yes. Can you hear me, Patrick? I wonder if we lost him. So, because I know that he's driving. So the third word, Bob, you still with me? I am. Okay. So, as he comes up, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it, uh, a few comments, but I I wanna it's these are kind of experience that it's a lot it's a lot about explaining after after the fact, not with um, the third word actually. If you, you know, if you're writing, that I want you to write down in the top portion of the paper. If you have those three areas, the top portion, I want you to respond with what the first things that come up to the word courage. Again, I'll give you a few seconds. And Bob, since we're live and people can always pause the recording, what came up for you when you heard the word courage? Lacking. I'm sorry? Lacking. Lacking. Okay. Okay. So I think that we may have lost Patrick. I don't think that... Uh, let me see. It gets sounds. He still seems to... No. I think that he may be through a, a dead sound. So um, so what I want to share that is really huge about this exercise is that one of the things that come up, see, when, when somebody goes through an experience that is unfair, this is, a, this is a, the word that is very powerful. The difference between rage and outrage is that we know the word outrage, and I, I don't know if... Um, 
contains within it something that is being that is unfair. There's something that is happening. Like we were talking in the scenario of these these loved ones of ours that is being mistreated and is being rejected for something that this person could contribute greatly to. And it's being extremely unfair. The, the fact that it is happening is completely unfair. So have, feeling outraged is really, really, is very, um, very congruent, very powerful, and very much aligned with what is going on. Very much so. And we want to rectify what is not right. And one of the things that happens is that it's so much easier sometimes in order to protect somebody else to go into rage or outrage and really get wanting to straighten things that are not right, that are not just, that are not fair. And yet sometimes we don't do it for ourselves. We don't use that powerful second chakra, that powerful energy to say enough. That's it. I'm done. This is an outrage. I cannot live my life this way. I cannot. Tr- you cannot treat me this way. I am moving forward, and I am actually in charge, and I'm going to use this power to help myself have the courage to do what I need to do. But it's a very powerful internal energy that is fueling us and giving us courage. And that's why I want you to notice that the word rage is both part of the word outrage, but also part of the word courage. Word courage. Because we need that energy, that primal rage energy, to be transformed and moving us, moving our energy, so we can really have the courage to do what we want. So the last piece of this exercise that I'd like you to write is what would be the next two specific things that you would do? One or two very specific things you would do if you had twice the courage. Again, write those down and just really stay with that energy of like if you were to embody, own, really feel empowered and powerful by the notion that something is just not right. Something is, and we have to get it straight. We've had enough. And like Patrick was saying, you know, if something does not feel right, this doesn't, it's like, it's not honoring or respecting ourselves if we actually try to do it anyway disregarding the pain that is causing it, as like Bob, you, like you were sharing, right? Like it's still, you're still doing it even though it's just like withering your energy. It's like, it's like completely taking, taking away your energy. So what would be, if, you're in, if you like to, if you like to share, what would be the two things that you would, you would do if you had twice the courage. And I'm going to invite everybody to share on the Facebook page because I'm going to uh, share the recording as well as the exercise so people can really share with each other. Well, I mean, the first thing would be to quit this other job. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. <laughs> what I've needed to do for how yeah. many years now. Although I did make one attempt at it and it was a failure, I guess that's why I'm stuck where I'm at. Right. So and I right guess now, I 
No, I was just curious because that would be one that is really powerful and very important. And what would be the next one? What would be the second piece that would follow that? Well, that would be for me to actually you know, hang up my shingle and specifically announce to everybody that I am here and I am ready to go and help people. Yeah. Great. Okay. And is there any? What is there? What, is there something even more specific that you need to do in order to make that happen? Anything at all? Hang your shingle. Like, do you need? I know this may be super simple, but yeah. I just need to find office space. Okay. But okay. the right kind of office, and you know, not just hang a shingle okay. in the corner of some building. You know, somewhere. Right. Of course. That makes okay. sense for this traffic and referral opportunity and working with other people. Because I can't isolate myself anymore, so I can't do it that way. Good. Okay. So it would be finding finding a practice, a group practice that you could belong to. Right. It could be my my own self as as was part of a group. Yeah. Okay. Great. Bob. Bob. What is it that you do? I'm a naturopathic doctor. Oh, I see. Oh, there you came back. Okay. Good. Yes, I, I sorry, I went through a zone and got and came back. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. So Patrick, what would be yeah, and, and uh not not only a naturopathic doctor, he's he's an amazing naturopath naturopathic mm. doctor. He's really amazing. And there's mm. been a few things that have, you know, interfered with things happening as much as they should, but his brilliance needs to be shared, and it's not quite happening. So tell me, um, what were the words that came up for you with, with uh, oh, actually, did you share with outrage? I don't think that you did. About outrage? Um, yeah. What, what am I, what, what do I feel about outrage? Yeah. Uh well, uh, you know, I think I think I get scared by that because I think, like you were saying, you know, outrage is in a way, in a way very connected to courage, and there's a way I don't speak up about mm-hmm. what I'm outraged about, uh, or if I do speak up, it's very late in the game, and then there's a lot of rage involved in my outrage, yeah. and that doesn't help me. Um, I actually have to go in about 60 seconds, but, uh, the things that I would do is, uh, I would, you know, I haven't basically been teaching for about a year much and I would just do the steps I would need to, to find space since I don't have my space anymore. And, uh, to really do a bunch of different, uh, workshops and classes. And and just not worry about it too much, and just go ahead with it. Well, so tell me. So before the more details, because of the for the lack of time, because we're over as well. Tell me what would be one very specific thing that you can do, very simple specific things you can do to get that happening, to get that to happen. Well, I think I, to write a list of the different classes and workshops I'd want to do, I think okay. would be the first step, um, and then. The other thing is, uh, you know, um, as I've been 
thing for a long time, asking uh, Sara if I could do the yoga class at the yoga center. So finding the so confirming a, a space. Yeah, yeah, both yeah, finding the space and writing the list of things that I would want to do. Okay, so would you be willing, both of you, would you be willing to pose those two things on the Facebook page? And I'll tell you why I'm asking you to do these. Because okay, I, I would be willing. I would be willing to do that. I have to go right now, unfortunately. All right, so go ahead, and I look forward to to reading your post then. Okay, okay. thanks so much. Bye, Bob. Bye, Lauda. Bye. So, would you be willing to do that, Bob? You want me to post what my two specific things would be? Yes. Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. Because I want you to be a little tiny bit more visible. I know you've been hiding. So, you're willing to do that? Yeah, yeah. I can do that. Awesome. Okay. So that this is going to be the end of the recording. I'm gonna. Um, I hope that this was really. This is really a powerful thing. We have to take time to really absorb and recognize that that second chakra is so amazing. If we really allow us to own it and to just really shift, shift that energy and use it. Really use it. So I'm gonna um, gonna stop this recording. Let's see if I can do that. Yes.